Welcome to Reality of the Rose with your host, Natalie Sprink. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode five of Reality of the Rose with your host, Natalie Sprink. That is me. So I'm recording this on Memorial Day, Monday, Memorial Day, May 31st. And since it's Memorial Day, I'm going to listen closely. Cracking open a natter day. Still working on the little um, natter day. What, what am I trying to say? Can a natter day for my, oh my God, I can't think of words for my little um, <laughs> graphic for my podcast. I, I shouldn't say I'm still working on it. I actually haven't asked them again. But if you recall, my first episode, I think it was, I said, or second episode, I wanted to try to get natural light to let me use a Natterday can instead of a wine glass. Not that I don't like wine. I drink wine occasionally, but Natterdays are my drink of preference. For those that know me, they know that is a 100% fact. And also just to like shameless promotion, I I feel like I should be sponsored for this, but okay. Um, Natterday now has popsicles. Yeah, popsicles. Okay, if there was... If there has been alcoholic popsicles in the past, I've never seen them. I've never had them, maybe homemade ones, but nothing you could buy in the store. I got sent a few by, by natural light to try because I literally tagged them and everything. And so they send me promotional boxes and yup, uh, Natterday popsicles, which, and they are amazing They have them both in the strawberry and in the pineapple, strawberry lemonade and pineapple lemonade flavors. And so if you haven't tried Natterdays in general, you need to go buy some, but this summer only they're selling like popsicles. So they are so freaking good. Although they, they're like 8% alcohol and they actually taste like they just like, you know, pour some Natterday in there and then the rest vodka. So which is fine. I mean, that's the whole point. You take a few popsicles on the lake with you and you are good to go. So anyway, that's my shameless plug. Anyway, okay, so if you're a new listener, I'm trying to get away from saying the word anyway. Anyway, I say that all the time and it's annoying. So I um, I have a game we play. It's like uh, uh, unofficial, but anytime I say anyway, you take a drink. I Now, if you're driving and listening to this, you can take a drink of like water or something, probably not alcohol, but if you're listening to it at home or somewhere, you can drink. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take a drink right out. Okay. Thank you, Natterday. And I'm having a pineapple one just for the record. So, um, hope everybody has been doing good. We are one week away from the start of the bachelorette Katie season. I am so excited. Still, I'm not sure how I'm going to do this. If I'm going to record my record the podcast, maybe I'll try it the first week. Like maybe next week I'll try recording just after the show and see how late I go. But if it's super late, I'm not sure I can do that because it's Monday and staying up on a Monday night till midnight or whatever it would be. I usually get up about five or five fifteen in the morning and to start the week off that way with no sleep is probably not a great idea, at least not for me. So 
maybe I'll try that and see how it goes. Otherwise, I may have to just record on Tuesday and release it Wednesday morning. So just bear with me as I play with that a little bit. Should I say anyway, just so that everyone can take a drink? Okay. Anyway. All right. I should have two Natterdays here just in case this gets too long. So I am going to start off though, before I talk about bachelorette stuff, I'm going to start out with my segment as I always do called, does anyone, ow, <laughs> sorry, a segment called, does anyone else? So this week's, does anyone else? is a little bit more on the serious side. And it was just something I wanted to talk about because it's like a little, I don't go, I guess you call it a disorder um, that I have that I feel like I just wanted to talk about. Again, this podcast is somewhere where I just have a voice, whether I have two people listening to me or whether I have 80,000 or 8 million. <laughs> don't I wish. Um, I definitely would be sponsored by Natty Light then. Um, but it's just a place where I can just like talk and vent and just say whatever I want to say because I can. And I like that. So I, and I talk, I've talked about this on my Instagram quite a bit um, because it's something I have. So I'm 50 and I started this probably, oh, well, no, I know when I started it because I remember I was uh, in college and is it a disorder that I have. And so I'm saying, does anyone else, because I'm sure there's some people out there, whether any of you actually listening to this podcast have it or not, I don't know, but, um, I don't think it's that uncommon. It's different. It had comes in different levels of extremity as most sort of disorders and OCD things do. Um, and so I have, and there's some that are very extreme, but the disorder is called trichotillomania. And it's basically the basic definition of it. I don't know the exact definition, but the basic definition is where you pull out hair on your body. In general, it's eyelashes, eyes, or even actually hair on your head. Now, I've never gotten to that point. I've never, ever have pulled out hair on my head. But my eyelashes and my eyebrows are a real issue. And I, I remember specifically when it started, obviously back then I had no idea it was a thing. I was, I believe it was my sophomore year in college and my roommate and I would be sitting studying and I vividly recall like just, it, it was like a um, reaction to stress basically. And I would be studying and not that I was super stressed necessarily, but it was just a, you know, some people bite their nails. I guess it's similar to that, but I feel like it's worse. I don't know why, just maybe it's not because I guess when you chew off your nails, it's impossible for them to grow back and people get real OCD with that too. But I've, I've heard that it's in people that suffer from trichotillomania, it's a it's a form of OCD is what it is. And I wouldn't say I have extreme OCD. I have OCD with some things like loading the dishwasher or, may, or my kitchen being immaculate clean. And if it's not, I can't stand it. And just little things like that. But I, but back up, I remember as a sophomore college studying, and I remember just pulling at my eyelashes 
And, and this sounds weird. I know it sounds weird for those of you that don't do it or haven't ever done it. It probably sounds like, what in the hell? I, what? I know. I admit it's like, I feel weird doing it. It's like a very weird habit, but I specifically remember pulling out my eyelashes and eyebrows and I would take them. If I, if I would get some out, I, I would like, like roll them between my fingers like that somehow was soothing to me especially eyelashes because they're a bit thicker. And when you roll them between your fingers, it somehow is just the satisfying feeling. You know how these satisfying things you see on like Snapchat or videos or YouTube or whatever, it's like so satisfying. That's what it is for me. It's so satisfying to rub those between my fingers. <laughs> I know that sounds so weird. I know it does. Okay. I know, but I'm just telling you, this is what happens. And so I would rub them between my fingers for a little bit. And then I would just like put them on the table, like my little collection. God, I can't believe I'm actually talking about this out loud, but maybe it's a good idea. So this is back in college. I did this. So, and then I would go to my eyebrows and I, at that point, I just really didn't think about it. And I, I believe that I probably went in like phases or stages of it where I would do it sometimes and wouldn't sometimes. I don't remember really thinking much about it back then. I don't ever remember like pulling some out and then going to the mirror and being like, oh my God, I have this like huge gap of eyelashes that's not there. Like, I don't remember that. Maybe it happened and I just don't remember it. And I feel like I've gone in and out of it throughout my life. Like in my, generally in my twenties, I think I did it, but I, I don't like really remember it being an issue. But especially the past I don't know, maybe 10 years and maybe <laughs> I have a terrible memory and that's like just what's in the forefront of my memory and, and, and recollection. But I like for the past 10 years, feel like I've really struggled with it a lot. And it, and it's a habit that I notice that I do if I'm one, if I'm on the phone, I, I, I don't know why it's not, I don't even necessarily have to be stressed. It's just like a bored thing. Like I'm talking on the phone. So I just start pulling. And I just, I can like the action of it. I can just, I'm, I do, I'm like faking it now. I know you can't see it, but I'm doing it anyway. And I can just feel that. And I, it's mostly now my eyelashes. It's I, occasionally I do it on my eyebrows, but I did go through a period where I did it more in my eyebrows and I would have big, like little, big, little, uh, significant, like bald spots in my eyebrows, which actually is easier to cover up than your eyelashes. Because if your eyelashes aren't there, they're just not there. So even when you go to put on mascara or something, if there's no eyelash to put the mascara on, you, okay, yeah, 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 that's true. I could just do fake eyelashes, which it seems like everybody and their brother and sister do, but I just don't do that. I never have. I'm too old. I feel like at this point, I wouldn't even freaking have any idea how to do it. But anyway, I don't put those on. Um, but I would kind of fill my eyebrows in whenever those were bald. But now it's become more my eyelashes. And I um, have used eyelash serums over the course of, oh, probably the last 10 years. I used to use Latisse, which helped me a lot. I, I really, but it's hard because you pay for this product that helps you grow your eyelashes and it works. But if you just turn around and pull them right back out. It's like money down the drain. 
But nevertheless, I, and, and the weird thing is, is I love eyelashes. When people have long eyelashes, I just think it looks so gorgeous. I love it. When I, when I do have eyelashes, I love them and I love how they look on me and I'm obsessed with mascara. I love trying different mascaras and I'm like, so I'm an eyelash person. So then ironically, it's weird because I pull them out, but it's just this very hard to explain, but it's this very, like, I guess an OCD thing where I just, I, I almost can't control it. And again, though, it's also when I'm in like, like if at work, I am on a, like a deadline, or if something suddenly pops up that I haven't expected and I'm like sitting there thinking like, what, okay, what do I need to do? I need to do this. Okay. What do I do? I have to do this. But like immediately my hands go up to my eyes and start pulling at my eyelashes. It's worse when I wear mascara because what happens when I am wearing mascara is that I will pull at the eyelash to like pull the mascara off kind of like as it flakes off. And that's, that's satisfying too. And that's okay. Maybe as a replacement, but inevitably it gets to the point where I'm pulling so like hard and fast that it, it, I can't, I pull too hard and the eyelash comes out too, like not just the mascara. So I, maybe I'm going too into depth with this, but it just actually feels good for me to talk about and explain to people. And I know most of you, if not all of you that are listening to this, maybe can't relate, but maybe in some other respects, you have something that you do that like you can't control and you wish you could. And it just, it, for me in my, in my trichotillomania, it's like a vicious cycle because like I said, I, I love my eyelashes and when they're there and I do, I have periods. And there was a period about two months ago where I was doing so good and I was used, okay, so I, sorry, back up. I used to use Latisse for a long time and I still use it intermittently, but it's, it's more on the expensive side. And since Latisse came out, there's also been a ton of eyelash serums that have come out um, as well that work pretty good. And one in particular that I use um, is Babelash and I really like it a lot. And I think it works very, very well too. And I've even kind of partnered up with them a little bit, but it works very well. And so I continue to use Babelash and it helps me when I'm not picking. But again, so, so when I stopped picking and I just had the control and I just stopped and I was using my Babelash, my eyelashes came in both eyes and they looked really pretty. And I was even posting it on my stories, but then I got into a season of life where I was just going through some stress about some things and it just went to hell. It's like, I fell off the wagon, like an alcoholic does. I fall off the wagon and I just start picking. And then it's like a, every time I pick, and I still do it where I pick it out and I like will play with the eyelash between my fingers again, weirdly satisfying, but I don't collect them, <laughs> I don't collect them on my desk anymore because every time I pull one out, I'll play with it. And I'll be like, Oh my God, stop, 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 stop. And I'll just like throw it down, like stop, just stop, stop, stop. And 10 minutes later, I'll find myself doing it again. And it's, it's like this, like dual personality where my one side's going, Natalie, stop. And the other side's like, I can't help it though. I can't help it. And it's just back and forth, back and forth. So anyway, I am currently in a situation where it's not good. <laughs> I've had some just, again, I don't want to go into it, but other some things going on in my life that are just really stressful for me. And I just cause me some anxiety. And because of that, I am it's been bad the past two to three weeks. And so I have some big gaps in my right eye 
and my have a couple littler gaps in my left eye and it's just making me crazy. So I'm hoping maybe going on this podcast on my podcast today and talking about this will um, help me to gain control of it. And it's like, like it, admitting that you have a problem, you know, like you have to admit that you have a problem first be before you can fix it. I mean, I feel like I've admitted it a long time ago, but the more I put it out there, the more I maybe feel like it will help me. So anyway, that is my, anyway, oh, oh, did you catch that? I said anyway, so I am taking a drink. <sighs> Try to have a sense of humor about it. I try to be forgiving of myself, but that's the thing that is hard because I, it's like, I feel like a failure. Like I'll go like three weeks without picking or just picking here and there. And then all of a sudden I just, just lose all control and start picking again. And then I'm bald again and bald spots in my eyelashes to clarify. And then I just get mad at myself and I get frustrated, frustrated and that gives me anxiety. So then it's like, I pull again, it, you know what I mean? It's like a vicious circle. So I try to be forgiving of myself. That's hard for me to do. Um, but I'm just, I, what else can I do? But to try, try again, keep using my babe lash. Hey, sponsorship. Um, and just keep doing that. And what else can I do? Right? So there you have it. If anyone else suffers from this and wants to vent with me, feel free to contact me on my Instagram, DM me on reality of the rose. If you have something else, I'd love to hear about it. So I know I'm not the only one or uh, someone that's like, Oh my gosh, this is me too. Thank you for talking about it. Welcome any of that. So now we are going to end talking about my eyelashes and my trichotillomania, which is kind of a fun word to say, trichotillomania. I kind of like that word. I don't like, I don't like the disorder, but I like the word. Um, gonna head into bachelorette talk. So first I had a few things that I wanted to talk about from last week. And they're sort of housekeeping items that I wanted to, that I talked about last week. And ironically, even like the day the podcast came out, I found out that it was wrong or different. So I mentioned about, I went through the first like 18 guys. Um, I had listened to Game of Roses podcast, Game of Roses, um, go listen to them. Um, and listen to the first 18 guys um, realized a bit later and it might even been on their next podcast where they mentioned it. I think it actually was, but two of the people that I had talked about last week that I thought were going to go far was the guy that I couldn't pronounce his name. It was like Bayo, Bio, Bayo, B-A-O, Bayo, whatever. And then a guy named Dennis, um, liked them both. They seemed like, at least with their Instagram, they seem like really cool guys. Like they might go far. Uh, they're not even in the pool anymore. I don't know. I don't know how that works. I don't know. Bachelorette releases them and then they somehow get pulled uh, for whatever reason. Maybe they're going to save them for the next season. Maybe they'll be on Michelle's season. Not sure. But for whatever reason, Bayo, ba <laughs> Boa, Bayo. I don't know how you pronounce it. And Dennis are no longer in the pool. So cross them off. Uh I did learn, so last week I talked about the guy that um, I'm assuming is driven up in a pickup truck, not as limo, and he, the bed is full of balls. And he, I've seen this now on a promo where he drives up 
and is like hiding underneath the balls and then like jumps out of the balls to reveal himself to Katie. And again, I'm still convinced like he says something like, uh, aren't you glad I had balls? I, something like that about him having balls. It's gotta be that. So anyway, but I've learned that that guy is Trey Cooper. So if you want to follow along at all on your Instagram, uh, okay. Again, here we go. Natalie can only do one thing at a time. Trey Cooper is his Instagram. It's underscore T R E C O O P E R Trey Cooper is the one that shows up in the bed of balls, but I'll tell you what Trey Cooper has done a huge scrub on his Instagram. He literally has five posts, five. That is it. The first one is from December 24th, 2019. It's just him sitting there smiling at the camera. The next one he has is him getting a haircut. Uh, the next one is him and a woman. It's his mom. It says happy mother's day. She's kissing her. The next one is his bachelorette promo picture and him coming and driving up in the bed of balls and whatever. Hey, let's see if I can hear what he says. Oh, my God. Katie. Uh, oh do you hear God. that? Katie. Listen. Oh, so we do learn where she, where they, the promo where she shows her hands over her face and she's going, Oh my God, at least they're making it look like it's on him driving up. He jumps out of the balls and says, Katie. And she says, Oh my God, still saying he's going to say, look at, I have balls, whatever. All right. So that's, that's a cleanup item from last week. I was trying to guess who that guy was. Oh, also last week there was a, on, when I went through my slide by slide of one of the promos for Bachelorette, there was a slide of Katie and a guy sitting on a couch looking at what looked like some kind of a painting on an easel. So I still don't know for sure this is who this is, but there is a guy named Justin Glaze. His Instagram is just how it sounds, Justin, J-U-S-T-I-N-G-L-A-Z-E. That is his name. And if you go to his Instagram... He's got almost 3,400 followers at this point, and he looks like he is a painter. There's numerous um, Instagram posts of him and his paintings. He actually looks very, very, very good at what he does, like really good. Um, so my guess is he made this painting for Katie, which why wouldn't you if that's what you do? Of course you would do that. So makes a painting again, if you go back into the promo, it looks like a heart maybe made of roses. And then in the middle of the heart sort of looks like it could be Katie, like he, his interpretation of her in a painting, I don't know how to explain it, but if you go to the promo, you can see it hundred percent sure that that's probably him. Wait, how can I be hundred percent sure that's probably him? And it's very likely that's him. And he brought the painting and they're looking at the painting together. Okay. So um, now I have also listened to Game of Roses podcast with the second 18 guys. And from those, I have now, I have not picked, I need to still do that. I'm not prepared yet to pick like who I think are my 
whatever top five based on Instagram. I can tell you two. I can tell you that, oh, maybe even three. I can tell you that I think Courtney Mixon, and Courtney is spelled with a Q. So it is Q U, and that and this is his Instagram, Q U A R T N E Y M as in mother I X O N. Courtney Mixon. I don't know. Just look at his Instagram. And to me, he looks like he could go far. He looks, and I'm stealing this from Game of Roses, but his parasocial gaze is pretty good. He knows how to look into the camera. Looks like maybe he's on some kind of has like, uh, was part of a weight loss program or something. But he just, again, looks like a super, super nice guy. Um, looks like he is close to his family. Just graduated, not, oh, no, that's two years ago. Anyway, I just looks like with his Instagram, that's, he's just a super nice, good guy. Um, I think he'll go far. Kyle Howard is the other one that I think will do well. His Instagram is Kyle, K-Y-L-E underscore H-O-W-A-R-D, and then the number one. Um, can't say why. Just based on his Instagram, he's just got, he's all over the board. It's, it's as far as with his posts, you know, there's some of just him by himself. There's some of him with friends. There's some of him with his dog. There's just, I don't know. He just seems like a cool guy. And I think that I'm going to like him based on Instagram only. So Kyle Howard is another one that I think is going to probably make it a fair distance. Um, the guy who I am picking to get like, you know how there's always a guy that gets like the idiot edit? Like he's just always edited to look like a dumbass, like just dumb. You know what I mean? Or saying stupid stuff. Or I think it's going to be Jeff Caravello. And if this doesn't tell you, his Instagram handle is Captain Volcano. That is his Instagram handle. And... He has had, he has been on several of the Bachelorette promos, like video promos on their Instagram. And he, to me, always looks like, like they, they've run several promos where they're like asking the guys questions. Like there's a question across the bottom of the screen. And then like, what would be your theme song or what's your strangest date or whatever. And then they all, they give answers to it. And he's been on a couple of them. And he, his answers are always kind of like, like, womp, womp kind of answers. You know what I mean? Like he just, he just comes across to me that he's going to be kind of the, and maybe he's not that way in real life. Maybe he's not, but I'm telling you and y'all know the, I get you say what you say. I get that on the show and they can't, the editor, the producers can't edit I mean, what you're saying are words that came out of your mouth, but you know, good and well, they can edit it however they want. And even if he's said six stupid ass things the whole season, you bet your ass he's going, they're going to play those six things to make him look dumb. So I feel like that's who's going to get the kind of the idiot edit. Um, another guy that's worth mentioning lately on these promos, you're getting a guy that is hinting, not hinting, no, it's not hinting. He's actually saying he's there for the followers. 
Now, again, we don't know where these words are coming from. I'm going to find the, the, I'm going to play the whole thing here on the mic uh, for you so you can hear it all. But he actually says, uh, I'm here for the followers. Whether he's actually telling the guys that, whether it's an ITM, he's only telling the camera that, it's hard to say because they don't show his mouth saying the words on this video. They just show the other guys like going, what? Oh my God. And um, that we have learned is Carl Smith. His Instagram is K Smith inspires. Okay. So K S M I T H inspires. And he has by far the most followers uh, of any of the players this season. He, most of them have around anywhere from a thousand to maybe 4,000 ish. This guy's got 40,000, but he is an inspirational speaker. And there is no doubt about that. When you look at his Instagram, <laughs> I mean, the guy that's all that's on his Instagram. I mean, that is it is he goes around, I guess, and gives inspirational or maybe not inspirational, but motivational talks, I guess. His Instagram profile says entrepreneur, speaker, success coach. He's founder of Next Level Success, which takes you to another Next Level Success is another Instagram page. That's basically his and it's his business. But I guess he goes around and gives motivational speaking and does motivational speaking. So he, I mean, looks like a nice guy. He's a nice looking guy, but apparently he is the one that says that, that I'm here for the followers. So clearly they're already setting that up for him to be the douchebag of, and you know, obviously the question would be how long before Katie figures that out? How long before someone tattles on him? Does, is, is this being totally taken out of context that he says this? Like who, we don't know. Obviously we don't know. So that's why they put him as teasers in the promos so that we don't know. But it is him that says that. So we'll see how that plays out. Um, I have also learned that the cat guy that we've so seen so much of is Connor Costello. I'm 99% sure on that. And his Instagram is C-O-N-O-R-C-O-S-T-E-L-L-O. When you look at his Instagram, he actually seems like he, that might be kind of a quirky, corny little gimmick to come on the show with, but I, you know, she likes cats. It's going to get him screen time. Obviously it'll get him screen time, which is probably what he was going for when he did it to begin with, not just to attract Katie, but to get screen time on night one. So you know that the producers are not going to get rid of him at the very least, because he's got this whole cat thing going on. And unless he's a hundred percent total douchebag, I doubt that he goes home on night one, despite the costume. Um, we see that they make out, which I talked about last week and how it's kind of creepy, actually her making out with a cat, but they are making out. Um, and he seems like an okay guy on his Instagram, actually. He seems, doesn't seem like a cornball on his Instagram. He seems like he can be a nice enough guy, like well-traveled. And a lot of his posts are with other people. And I don't know, seems like a good enough guy. So I bet you he'll go a decent, um, I bet at least go halfway through the season, at least. Maybe even further than that. Landon Gosling is the next guy I wanted to talk about. Landon Gosling is... 
going to be pretty boy number one is my I think there's a lot of good looking guys in this show. But if you go to his Instagram, Landon L A N D O N G O E S L I N G, definite, definite pretty boy. And you can tell that he thinks that about himself as well. If you go to his Instagram, very many posts are of himself. Very, very many are just of himself. Very many of them are of his chest showing. Very many of them are with him in sunglasses. <laughs> A lot. Even inside with sunglasses on. Oh, here's one with him and a couple of them with other people. Oh, he used to. Oh, he played basketball at the University of Houston and must like help coach now or something there too. Because it shows him as a basketball player, but this shows him in a suit. So it almost looks like he is now helping coach it. Bunch of them with that. So that's going to also be his story guaranteed. Oh my God. Is he with Drake? Oh no. Um, guaranteed. They'll have some kind of basketball. He'll do something with basketball either as his limo entrance or somewhere in the season. But anyway, definite pretty boy. My guess is he will go. He will go fairly far too. He looks super young though. So I don't know if she's really into that, but Anyway, then the last guy I wanted to talk about is, uh, name is Michael Alio, A-L-L-I-O. Um, that's his, his Instagram is Michael underscore A-L-L-I-O, uh, L4, Alio. Anyway, he has a little boy as you go through, again, looks like a super nice guy, um, but he's got a little boy. Little boy looks to be maybe four-ish. But as you scroll his through his Instagram, there's a post that talks about the, his birthday. This was in 2020. So his son's probably five now. And it's with him and the mom and the baby when he was born, when his little boy was born. And you can tell from the, well, it's obvious from the post. He is a pretty long post uh, caption and she must have died or she did die. So he is a widower. This is going to be his PTC, his personal tragedy. Uh, and I believe this is going to take him pretty far into the season. He's going to have this PTC to play that he's a widower and he has this son. Um, however, and I think that Katie will take him far and the producers will take him far because of this PTC and how long he chooses before he plays this card. But I don't think Katie is going to be into a guy that's got a kid. I don't think she has anything against it. I just don't seem, she doesn't seem like that type to me to like want to be a mom right away. So I feel like that will be, end up being like the deal breaker with this guy. Just off the cuff. That's what I'm thinking is that she'll like him. He'll go far. But in the end, I don't know if she'll say that, but she just is not ready to be a mom. So this is Michael Alio. And that is pretty much it for the guys I wanted to cover. So now I'm going to jump into the, I've already gone over half an hour here, well over, and I don't like to go too much over an hour. I don't want to bore you guys, but actually, you know, I don't know. I don't want to bore you guys, but if it goes over an hour, it goes over an hour, right? I mean, this is my podcast. I can go however long I want to. Anyway. Oh, oh anyway, take a drink. Man, those are good. Okay, so the first promo video I want to go over 
of Katie's, and I'm not sure how I'm going to do this. This might get annoying because I would like to play it in full for you. And if you want to go to your Instagram yourself and look at it, you can, and then listen to step-by-step of sort of what I think of like the promo, but it is, um, from five days ago. That's what, (laughs) so what was five days ago, whatever five days ago was, this is what it was posted. And, um, so here we go. Ready? I knew you were pretty, but you were like pretty, pretty. Let the journey begin. Bring on the mess. You know Is this a dream? I don't know. Just oh, making out. My God. I didn't come here for the bromance. I came here for followers. I'm like shaking. Came right here now. for followers. One time she's learned the truth. This is just insane. I'm done. There's an ambulance. Someone booked my flight home. Someone booked my flight home. All right. So gonna break this down and I, I I'm gonna just turn the sound off because if this is keeps playing in the background that's gonna be super annoying but I'm just gonna be watching it as I keep going through it so first we got this guy and I oh gosh I should have done my research before but it's one guy in particular that says um I knew you're pretty but you're like pretty pretty and she laughs and okay Katie's back this is a he comes out and then we hear uh and Caitlin say, let the journey begin. So I had wondered whether they were going to steal quote unquote, any of Chris Harrison's lines um, or make their own. Looks like they're going to try to keep the line. Well, at least this one, that that was the famous, let the journey begin. That was one of his famous lines that he would always say. So it looks like they're not taking that out. Both Caitlin and Tasha say it together to her to start the limo exits. <laughs> go over Let again. the journey begin. Bring there on we the go. Men. Bring on the men. So then it says buckle up. And it has her. Now this is looks, I mean, you can tell this is taking place over the course of the season. So the next thing they have is her like doing a hooju. Okay, we're gonna talk about hoojus at a different time. This is another game of roses word. And it's the um the run and jump that they all do when they approach, well, especially in the bachelor, when the bachelor, when the contestants or the players run up to him, they run and they jump and they clasp their, their ankles around him. And then they kiss and hug him. That is called a hooju. Okay. Got it. It's a hooju hug and jump. That's where hooju is. And it's a thing. It's a thing. And game of roses will score it based on, they have all these criteria as to a 10 out of 10 or, you know, how good the hooju is. But it looks like she's hooju to guy and is kissing him. And then you see a um, like fireworks in the background. So whether this is a one-on-one date or what it is, I don't know. But it's actually we're kissing in the rain. They actually right in a row were three or three shots of her making out with a guy. Obviously, we can't tell who the guy is, but pretty much this promo covers everything that is in every bachelorette or bachelor for that matter. So we've got let the journey begin. We've got the limo exits. We've got her making out. We know there's always lots and lots of making out on the show. Um, we've got some fireworks in the background of one, you know? Okay. So that's that. Let's see watching it through again. This is a 30 second promo. So I keep having to go back and forth because it's Instagram and I can't just pause it because it's a post. Or can I? Can I do that? Nope. Um, then we get to Blake. So I was mistaken. 
well, we all knew Blake was going to be there. Don't know. We, we saw the leaked. I think they're purposely leaked. I'm sure. Um, pictures of Blake there filming. Um, he was not even in the initial list of men uh, that the ABC released, but I think everyone knew he was going to be there. And you can tell from this promo that he will be entering at some other point in the season. Have no idea when my guess is it will be two to three, mm, probably three, maybe three to four episodes in. And he does the whole say anything famous, famous, famous um, scene where he is outside of her room or whatever. And she comes out in the balcony and he's hold it, holding up a jam box radio the jam box is an appropriate term if you grew up in the 80s it's holding up a radio who knows playing what and she comes out and is like blake so obviously she knows who blake is but he shows up so be curious to see how he explains himself how you know i'm sure they'll make it seem like he begged the producers that he could come on because he really thought he could connect with Katie, you know, as if the producers had nothing to do with that, as if the producers didn't go to him and say, Hey, what do you think about going on Katie's season? And he go, hell yeah, for more camera time and spawn con, I will do that. But they'll make it seem like he begged producers to be able to come into the bubble, blah, 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 blah. So, okay. So we go with that. We hear, have her saying Blake and him holding the radio up uh filler time here i'm trying to go through fireworks kiss 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 is this a dream she says oh my god it's blake and scandals okay then you have the whole thing with carl smith like i just explained where he says i'm here for the followers and they show him talking and then they show they then they show clips of guys and they look like their faces are like, what? Oh my God. But you don't actually see the words, I came for the followers coming out of Carl's mouth, actually. You hear that like in the background. And, but you hear all the guys going, what, what? Like, oh my God, that's terrible. And then she, then they show Katie saying, um, I'm shaking right now. So of course they want you to think that then she is told that he said this and she's so pissed. We do know there's part of one of the promos where she says, if you're not here for the right reasons, there's the door. So I feel like what they're wanting us to think or believe, or maybe this is how it will go down is that someone finally tells her that he said that and she gets effing pissed and says, you're leaving out the door. If there's anyone here for else for the wrong reasons, you're out the door too. So of course, that's what they're leading you to believe. How far into the season this happens, obviously we don't know. But they do make it look like it's Carl Smith saying this. I still am curious whether he's actually saying that to the guys. I mean, come on. I, to me, I mean, this actually to me is a, a case of he obviously really is there for the wrong reasons. But you can't tell me that the producers don't know this to some level going in because of just how that plays out. I, I mean, if a guy comes on the show and is going to admit that he's just there for the followers on camera, we know that that's not going to last very long. We know that 
he maybe he'll be a guy that does everything he can to get on camera for as long as he can. And he really does know that he's not in it for the right reasons. Like he legit came there just for the followers. But prior to that, he'll try and stay as long as he'll can. He can. And he will let everyone know that. Um, no, he won't. And he'll say that to the, to the camera in an ITM, but he won't actually say it to the other guys. Anyway, he will try and stay on the show as long as he possibly can, but knowing he doesn't really give a crap about Katie, he'll just get camera time to get the followers and then leave. I, I don't know. We'll see how that all plays out. So, uh, yeah, so that's him admitting that he is just there for the followers. Then it's definitely Carl Smith though. Sorry, going through it again to see what's next. Is this a dream? I don't know. Oh my God. It's Blake and scandals. I didn't come here for the bromance. I came here for the followers shaking right now. I think it's about time. She learned the truth. This is just insane. Then you get the ambulance, which, you know, there's an ambulance in every freaking season. I, <laughs> it could be, uh, who knows what? I mean, who knows what it will be? The ambulance literally think there's an ambulance almost every single season. It's just like part of it. So they have an ambulance driving off. So we know someone's going to be, who knows what, get hurt, faint. I don't even know. Obviously, I don't know because I haven't watched the show. Um, and then she says, ambulance, I'm done. Someone book my flight home. And she walks off. That's how the promo ends. So... Basically, she's pissed off again about something. She's done with it. Someone booked me a flight home. Again, all of the all of the segments that every Bachelor Bachelorette show has. They are having an awesome time. They make out with a bunch of guys. They find out someone's there for the wrong reasons. They get upset. They tell everybody, I hope you're here for the right reasons. There's and someone gets hurt and is an ambulance. Then they get pissed because they get towards the end and they start, they think, and they really like a lot of people or they, they like, they knew who they like. And then someone disappoints them and then they're just done. I'm just done. I'm just dumb. Let me have light on. Now I will say on this, um, promo they only have Caitlin and Tasha on that one little uh segment um so I am kind of glad to see that again I talked about that last episode where I I really don't for Katie's sake and because it's the bachelorette I really don't want it to become the Tasha Caitlin show irregardless of how much I like them I, I you know I they had their seasons and I want this to be about Katie so I really do hope that they don't do too much focus on them um I got a kick out of this promo. It was, um, here, let me just play it. Cause it's funny. It, it, it's a take on her vibrator again. And it's of her in her little white shirt that says good vibes only hurts. This is her cheap outfit again with the purple, the tight purple leathery looking skirt, which again, it's purple. It's tight. It's whatever I, whatever they play every time they reference the vibrator, they have her in this outfit. <laughs> like, okay, we get it. But anyway, okay, so, oh, anyway, take a drink. Ah, man, I'm almost done with that one. Um, Hold on, Tyler's texting me about something. He doesn't know I'm recording my podcast. I'm recording my podcast. Um, in a minute, 
Thanks. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So here we go. Oops. No. Katie takes it everywhere she goes. She'd never be without it. It's practically her best friend. We're talking, of course, about... No. Oh, well, I thought we were talking about something else. Actually, is okay. Stop. Actually, it's pretty funny. So, if you've not seen it, you have to go and look at that one. I like the guy's voice. I like his voice better than Chris Harrison's in the back. Actually, whoever that is should be the host. But he, she's holding something behind her back, and you heard what he said. She takes everywhere she goes. Practically her best friend. And then she comes out from with it, whatever's behind her back, and it's her phone. And he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna play it one more time because I think it's funny." Goes. She. Whoops. Katie takes it everywhere she goes. She'd never be without it. It's practically her best friend. We're talking, of course, about... Oh, oh I thought we were talking about something else. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just played that for you twice, but I actually thought that was pretty witty. I kind of liked that. Then they have another promo with the men. Here we go. Something interesting about myself is that I built over 100 computers in my lifetime, but I'm looking to build a lot more. In my That's Austin. I love to cook. Love to read, love being outdoors. That's the guy with the son. I speak English, Spanish, and Japanese. I was That's born the guy on the Friday the 13th. I used to okay, play. so that guy that just said, I was born on Friday the 13th. The, the question is, name something interesting, right? Sorry. Yeah, it's something you about yourself that we wouldn't know. And then that Jeff guy, or not, is it Jeff? that I think, yeah, Jeff, that's going to be the idiot. He's like, I was born on Friday the 13th. And then he has like a look like, eh. <laughs> he, just, he just seems like he's kind of rescue in Mexico. From that, I actually have my two dogs that I've had from the moment they were born. They used to be a competitive swimmer. I'm multiracial, African, Indian, Asian, and Caucasian descent. I'm currently a math teacher. I've also worked as a dueling pianist. I can play just about any song you can throw at me. I, I'm a little disappointed in these things because they do several of these where they're like trying to get to know the men. And I mean, I guess their answers are what they are, but I felt like they would be a little bit more witty or funny or, I mean, some of them are interesting, but oh, anyway, I don't know then. And then it's, what's the craziest thing you've done for love? And they all go kind of through these supposed crazy things that they did for love. None of them have seen all that crazy to me. Um, then here's the one, though, that I kind of think is interesting. Um, I'm so curious, okay? I'm very curious about this big gift, this present that comes in. But this promo makes it look like it, like there's they have two, like, handlers that are, instead of a limo showing up, it's two, like, just people on the set that it, it's a gift on wheels, and they push it in, they push it into the house, and they bring it into the house and the guys are like, oh, what is it? Here, I'll play it. See if you can hear this. Here, someone in a... Oh, looky here. Someone in a box. Hello? Hmm, okay, I'll play along. Who is it? Do you want a drink, bro? <laughs> Come on, will you just tell me who... Oh, that's just great. So it's still the funny guy, like the funny voice guy. kind of like him. But, so we don't know who's in the box. I haven't heard any rumors who's in the box. I don't know who's in the box. Who's in the box? It's Jack in the box. Oh, hey, is there a Jack? Maybe it's Jack in the box. I don't think there's a Jack. But wouldn't that be funny if it was like 
Jack in the Box. <laughs> let me see. Let me scroll through my my little uh, follower thing. I mean, my little men thing here and see if there's a Jack. Could there be a Jack? Justin, Joshua, John, Jeff. I don't think there's a Jack. Anyway. Oh, take a drink. All right. So that's it. I'm almost pushing an hour here. Um, just wanted to go through those. I'm very, very, very excited about the season. I hope I've given you a little bit of insight. Last year, after I listened to the Game of Roses um, podcast, I think last year was a first, or last season was a first season they did it with Matt season where they went through the guys and you went through the Instagrams. It really, 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 really helped me a lot. So I, I'm like, really, if you want to get something more out of The Bachelorette, I very much encourage you to go to Game of Roses podcasts. It's been the last two Tuesdays and go through the men with them. They go through their IGs. They just give their analysis. And if nothing else, it just helps you kind of get to know the guy's a little bit better. It's the same concept behind for me. I used to go to a lot, a lot of uh, musicals, like Broadway musicals. And if I listened to the to the music ahead of time and knew the music, I got so much more out of the, seeing it for the first time because I knew the music and it was very familiar to me. That's just how my mind works. Going through these guys and not like you know them intricately. I know I'm still going to struggle with the names because I always, always struggle with names. But it really, really helped me to get way more into it from the get-go than prior when I didn't know any of the players at all. So I encourage you to do that. Um, it just really helped a lot. And maybe a little bit of what I just went through with you can help you to, to be like, oh, yeah, that's the guy she said, blah, blah, blah. You know? So... Go do that, but we are starting in a week. It'll be a week from tonight. I'm very, very excited about so many things about this season. Really hoping this is the last bubble season that we have. Um, by I, I, I think I heard, darn, I thought I heard a rumor about Bachelor in Paradise and where that was going to be filmed, but that one's easy anyway, because that one was always kind of in a bubble anyway. They all were in their own resort. I mean, they would go on dates out, outside of their resort. So maybe they could still do that, but they were kind of always in a little bit of a quote unquote bubble to begin with. Um, but Michelle's season, it'll be interesting to see what they do with her. If they'll do some traveling, I, I'm sure they'll stay in the States, but maybe they'll actually get to travel in her season, but let's focus on this season it's in a week. Very excited. And I will keep you up to date as far as when my podcast um, will air. Like I said, I might try to record uh, whatever. I'll let you know. So as usual, I'm going to end the, the podcast with another Bible verse for the day. This Bible verse is Psalm 73, verse 26. And it is, my health may fail and my spirit may grow weak but God remains the strength of my heart. He is mine forever. Just a little bit of encouragement for you. No matter what happens in your life, you can be suffering mental anguish, physical anguish, a combination of the two, a good days, bad days. But if you keep Jesus in your heart, if you keep God in your heart, he will never fail you. He will always keep you strong. Works for me every time just got to try it. Just got to say prayers and it's good talking to you guys again. Can't wait till next week. It's when like the brunt of my podcast will start. Is that the right word? Sure. It's not the right word, but 
can't wait to go over this and start this new season with you guys. So thanks for tuning in and I will see you next week. Bye.